From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MVW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. This Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio this morning. Uh, we'll talk about just whatever updates have happened in the sports world since the last time we communicated with you on Friday, which is mostly a lot of uh, closures and postponements and cancellations and, and that kind of thing. We'll also, today, we'll speak with former Ole Miss head coach and current Liberty head coach Hugh Freeze on the uh, Rafters Music and Food Hotline. That'll be segment two today, so get that here in a little bit on the show. If you're in our live stream, obviously that is not part of the live stream, so you have to actually listen to the podcast, download it, listen all the places that you get this uh, this here podcast. So uh, appreciate you checking in this morning. We'll probably talk a little bit about what we're thinking schedule-wise, what we're thinking content-wise, which is still up in the air a little bit. But nonetheless, we'll uh, have that with you here over the next hour or so on the podcast. It's brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Um, ribs, lunch specials. You get things to go. We're really talking about takeout to go right now. Yeah, they'll, they'll go ahead and even wrap things up, have them ready for you, walk in the door. Walk out. You can call ahead and take care of that if you uh, if, if you need to. And you still have to get uh, get fuel. You can get good gas prices. The Oxford Exxon Currency Speed Pass Plus app, the Mobile Rewards Program, and more. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. Six six two two five seven nineteen hundred is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within fifteen minutes and business hours. If you think about it, he's sort of uh, ahead of his time. You can do. Almost the entire car buying experience with Corey, maybe the whole entire thing, without any human interaction, which is good these days. So 662-257-1900. He wants to be your car dealer, wants to be your truck dealer, and uh, he'll prove that to you when you make the call. Uh, and I should tell you, we're coming to guests will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. actually need to get in touch with Hudson and the people there at Rafters to find out how things have changed for them with uh, some of the rules and closures and such. Um, anyway, Rafters Music and Food, it's on the square in Oxford. Great people. They've been good to us. We'd appreciate it if you get a chance when you're up this way. You'll be good to them. Uh, great food. Sunday brunch, of course, bluegrass brunch, 1045, chicken and waffles, biscuits, mimosas, Buddy Marys, all of that. Rafters Music and Food on the square in Oxford. It is so crazy as I sit here and read ads and talk about ads, how much life has changed in one week. Really is one week. I mean, a week ago we were not talking about any closures, any changes yet. I mean, even even on, I mean, I, I was way wrong, but I was I, I, I felt educated based off who I was talking to. I mean, even on Wednesday morning, we're talking about, hey, you know, we're going to play at least three weeks of the baseball season, and then we'll do this. And yeah, fans might not come in by the Arkansas series and all this. And then, you, were, you were more optimistic on Wednesday than I was. But on yeah. Monday, we were both talking about the weather. That's right. Yeah. Yes, right. No one gives it about the weather. Uh, mine and my money's up with uh, the guy from UMMC. Dr. Alan Jones, the chair of emergency medicine from University of Mississippi Medical Center. Really interesting. Local angle on everything everybody's talking about. Yeah, local angle. His thoughts on the whole national, international story. I mean, we're all sort of in this together. Um, and then we did a uh, Greatest Pot in the South last night. 
uh, presented by ACS. It was me and Jay and uh, Gabe. There's a video that you can watch, and the actual podcast itself will be be up here soon as well. So there's uh, there's content to listen to. I think you'll enjoy the G pits for if you just need a break from the seriousness of it. We got pretty ridiculous. Did you? Um, yeah. What year is it? This this is nineteen ninety. Oh, we're getting someone into my wheelhouse now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, was, I was I was seven in nineteen ninety. We're we're, there you we're, go. we're getting there. There you go. We talked about uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. So, if you need uh, things to listen to, probably about two and a half hours worth of podcast, not counting this one that that uh, you can listen to today. So, uh, let's see. News wise, again, everything's just postponed. Um, CDC came out yesterday and said no gatherings of more than fifty people until at least May fifteenth. Yeah, eight Th- weeks. That that cancels schools for the rest yeah. of the year. That that takes away any other thoughts of anything through that time period. Um, I, 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 let's just yeah break it down into a very realistic, pragmatic level. There, that's what that means. Um, this is why when the people were getting so upset at the NCAA last week, I understood it. But I was like, it's really semantics at this point. They can, let's say last week they would have said, hey, March 30th, last night, that would have been the breaking news that the seasons are canceled. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can't say, hey, you can't even convene until May 15th. After you've taken two months off of baseball, you're going to need, what, at least two, three weeks to ramp back up? That gets you into June and you haven't even played an SEC game probably not realistic you know at that point so the ncaa has come out and said that all spring sports the people will get their their year back the players will if you're a freshman you'll be a freshman sophomore sophomore junior junior senior senior essentially just acting like this year did not happen from no eligibility standpoint right lots of things to work out we don't know those answers yet i don't know how scholarships roster limits any of that stuff works no clue I have no idea if that affects leverage for certain players. No idea yet. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. That's that's where we're at right now. That's all where we are right now. So. You know what's weird? I just thought of this as you were saying that is usually the Major League Baseball draft is in early June. June. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't have any games to scout. No, I saw several scouts tweeting at uh, Pitching Ninja yesterday basically telling him if he could get the players to – put full workouts instead of just highlights up we'd really appreciate it because everything's video scouting right now wow so yeah even that is 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 i mean they pulled them off the road quickly i do give baseball credit they got the scouts off the road yeah i mean within five yeah. hours of everything yeah. kind of breaking down can't have everybody traveling right now it's one of the reasons we'll get to it in a minute one of the reasons that a lot of people in the nfl are so angry at starting free agency today these teams are going to have to go fly out and meet with people and agents and players, and which means you have to employ pilots to fly around. And a lot of people in the NFL are going, what are we doing? Which is a really valid question. Yeah. Um, mentioned from the live stream here, it says, so you'll have an extra class on a team. Yeah, you'll have five classes on a team, yeah. essentially. Now, look, it, it's a great thing, and it's an easy thing if it was all equivalency sports. I am curious to see how they work some of these things together because, I mean, frankly – that could be a nightmare from a baseball standpoint with an 11.7. And, and, and honestly, it's not even as big of a deal with baseball because of the way juniors typically go pro anyway. Like, I still expect Anthony Servideo to go pro. I still right, expect right. some of that stuff right. where that doesn't change quite as much. Here's what it does do, though. A couple different things. Score like golf, where mm-hmm. you have a very few number of scholarships and a team could be senior-laden. Right. 
but not pros. Well, those right. guys came come back. If you don't really extend scholarships out, really on multiple seasons, not just one, you run into some issues. Also, I wonder because suddenly your freshman class is so big in some of these sports. Yeah. Because you have two sets of freshman classes, if that affects even how you recruit juniors and seniors, I wonder if the 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 injuries in this is to high school juniors because of class oh, sizes. Is yeah. It, is it kind of? My suspicion is in a lot of those, and I could be dead wrong here. I'm just thinking kind of off the cuff. My suspicion is with a lot of those, like golf you mentioned, people that had played three, four years, but they're not pros. Mm -hmm. A lot of those people will be ready to move on anyway. You know, they'll be ready to go to grad school or to law school or to take a job or whatever. There'll be some that will want to stay. The, The fix, and I don't know whether the NCAA would do it, and I don't know whether the schools would go for it would be if that happened, that scholarship, if if a senior wanted to stay and repeat his or her senior season, that scholarship would not count against the number. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you fix that. Yeah. Because it's just until – it's just for one year. Well, maybe. You're still going to have double of a class on roster after that, though. Because you have two freshman classes the next year, which are two sophomore classes the next year. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's yeah. actually a five-year issue oh, at, yeah. at worst. I see what I you're mean, saying. That's kind of the thing. And I'm not saying – look, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll Again, plenty of time. I think if you wanted – yeah, I don't know. They'll play with it. I mean, you <laughs> you could make it where you told a freshman, hey, look, this is your redshirt year. You redshirted. Yeah. To at least knock that year of eligibility yeah, out. Yeah, right. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Um, I guess that's kind of it from that standpoint. As of now, Oxford is running on social distancing, but nothing as far as – we haven't taken the Illinois-Ohio step of closing bars and restaurants to this point. I think it's a matter of time, but yeah. um, that's where we are as of today. I, I saw Robin Tannehill had a video out last night talking about how they were trying to get some things to people who need it that couldn't get out and, and different things around town. But locally, that's sort of where uh, where we are. I mean, I'll be honest, it was – this, I I stopped by somewhere for a minute Friday and it was packed. Saturday was packed. I was told it, you, you stopped at Funky's on yeah. Friday and it was packed. I stopped at I picked up. You picked up Blind Pig. Laura and the girls wanted Blind Pig, and so I went and got their carry out, and it was just jammed. Yeah, it felt it really like, took me back a little. I was like, whoa. It felt like yesterday, and I know it's Sunday in Oxford, which is always kind of sleepy. I felt like yesterday was the first day people kind of got the message a little bit of, hey, takeout, delivery, let's let's minimize this, let's not go crazy. I, again, I know it was Sunday, so we'll this week will be the test, but I did think yesterday was a little better in that regard. I did, so. I'll tell you some things that have popped up that you don't even think of. Like Caroline took the ACT. Will she still get her score? Will there be testings, testing dates in June? Will colleges have to back up some of the stuff that they do? Will scholarships still be awarded in April and May the way they typically are? Because um, graduation is going to be canceled. I would guess. Proms are done. Um, just a lot of stuff. It's really weird. Like it. What do you do if you got a wedding this weekend? You had to cancel it. Think so, right? You have to push it back. Yeah, absolutely. A bar mitzvah. Any uh, 
anything that's got 50 people. Right now, frankly, anything that's got like eight people, you gotta, you're kind of irresponsible. You were talking about it yesterday, going to play golf. Yeah, I'll, you'll play golf, but you're going to take your cart. It's different. And, and yeah. the guy that you play with can take his cart. And y'all going to keep a little distance from one another. Yeah, no handshakes at the end of the round. You move on with your day. Yeah. Like even the, the debate last night, I had it on in here when I was doing the show with Jay and Gabe. The candidates stayed six feet apart. And they just did a, a elbow, elbow, an elbow bump. Off. Yeah. <laughs> it, there's a there's a good line, a fine line between hey, don't we're, we're not we're not we're not we're not making fun, we're not taking everything lightly, but at some point we do have to laugh a little bit. Sure. Like you know, we're human here. We got like you're about to get shut in for a little while. Gonna have to gonna have to find some simple some simple pleasures right now. Um, yeah. I'd love some Netflix stock. I'd love some Amazon stock right now. Yeah, um, for sure. Got a feeling Netflix is rolling. Because um, I, I tweeted this out. I guess it was Saturday. I, there was nothing on TV. I couldn't find a Netflix thing. And I was just, I, there was a couple that I wanted to watch, but I was like, I'm not really in the mood. And I just started going to YouTube and turning on old Masters. And I was just watching final round broadcast of Masters that I like from over the years and thought, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's passing watched, a few hours. I watched game one of the 2001 NBA Finals last night. Middle of the night. 2001? I couldn't sleep. Allen Iverson and the Sixers beat Shaq, Kobe, and the Lakers. Good game. Went to overtime. How far did that series go? I don't know. Five or six? Five or six. I think the Lakers won in six, maybe. (laughs) I mean, that's where we are right now. I mean. Allen Iverson was a bad man. He went for like 50 that night. Great high school football player. Was he? Yeah, yeah. I think that was his thing. Was, I think he was a really, really good high school football player. He was player. a bad boy. That game was wild. Was Brian Shaw and Rick Fox and Tyron Lou and all sorts of dudes. Rajah Bell. So what are you going to do to pass some time? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean do you, a lot of Peloton. Say, I mean, not, no jokes. I'm going to be here. I mean, compared to the average person, you are somewhat solitary anyway. I mean, yeah. you're, you're good reading for yeah. hours and things like yeah. that. I mean, I mean, I've joked with people, but I mean, it's been, I've been social distancing for years now. Um, I'll do Peloton. I'll read. I'll catch up on some series. I started the movie thing. I watched. Oh, yeah. What'd you watch? A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It was good? It was really good. I haven't seen it yet. It was really good. I do think that might be what we do is we just pick a movie a couple days a week and we just review that son of a gun the next day. I do think that's probably pretty smart, something we all can do together. If you hadn't seen it, if you hadn't seen it in a while, we'll we'll pick a movie and we'll watch it a couple days a week. Might even pick one today. If you got, let's do this. If you got recommendations on a movie for us to review, old, new, whatever, because odds are Neil hasn't seen it, so it's not going to matter what year it came out. Just go ahead and uh, throw it to us in the stream. Tweet it at tweet it at us. Put it on the message board wherever. We'll pick something. We'll kind of play around. We'll do some Rotten Tomatoes games this week. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll do some stuff. Um, here's here's also something for you all to. I'm gonna put this on the message board as well. I might even tweet it out. So we're going to have some morning issues. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, we have a college student in the house now. She is... Ooh, Rocky Five. No. <laughs> this thing's got to go four months before I even think about it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Campbell's got online classes uh, at the University of Arkansas starting today. So we, we have some... Uh, 
we have some streaming issues, so we're probably going to do some afternoon shows. I mean, what the hell, right? Uh, you know, day drinking. Uh, we can do happy hour. We can do hand raised guys. We can kind of mix it up, and we will do. We'll take calls and some of those. Just be flexible. We're give us move around. give us some thoughts on afternoon times that you would like, because the odds are we're all going to be home anyway. So you you just, guys are going to be at home too. Yeah, so that's kind of what we're thinking. That's where we are right now with uh, with uh, with that. I don't think Campbell would want to do a hand raised guys Q and A with us for two or three hours. I don't probably uh, not. Our resident Auburn fan in the thread made me laugh. Uh, so, <laughs> said it'd be a good time for a prayer circle. Well, um, whatever would work. All right. So, in a few minutes, going to go to our interview with Hugh Freeze again. If you're in our live stream, you're going to have to listen to the podcast. It was pre-recorded last night. Um, a little bit of why I did this. Um, a, there's a pandemic going on, and I don't mean that funny. I mean, we need guests, we need interaction, we need things to move this here podcast along a little bit. Somebody on Twitter goes, hey, why don't you get Hugh on? I said, you know what, it's been a while. Um, I, I, I do think there's a timing element of it that enough time had to pass. Frankly, I think Ole Miss had to, there's nothing against previous staff, had to hire a coach that Ole Miss kind of believes in. Um, I think that was important for this to some extent. Uh and frankly, um, Hugh had to be willing to do it. And uh, he was. I texted him over the weekend. He said, yeah, it's fine. Did the interview last night. Um, we talked about some memories, some regrets, some things that he would like to do over again. Um, I think Neil would agree with this. We've, we've, talked, we've dealt with Hugh Freeze for a long time. Um, I thought it was the most humble I've ever heard him. I'll put it that way as we, were, uh, as we, did, as we did the interview. So. You did a good job with the interview. I listened. I did not participate. I just listened. Um. He was more humble than I have heard him before. He didn't probably go as far as a lot of people think he should go. He probably did. He, I know he did not go as far as I think he should go. Um, but he was he 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 was more humble than than he's been in a while. Compliments Lane Kiffin talks about some ways that he would like to do his tenure over again at Ole Miss and different things. So uh, compliments Kiffin, and then at the same time. Maybe I don't think he meant to do it necessarily. I don't know which phrase we talking about. Well, I thought when he talked about how he thought. Hear it a second. Yeah, he talks about how he thinks the only way you can win at Ole Miss is uh, in-state kids and a little gimmicky on offense. He thinks you've got to dominate the in-state market, and I don't. Um, and, talk- and, and more, forget what I think. Kiffin doesn't. Right, yeah, yeah. But it's more, far more important. Kiffin sees a very regional and national approach to this. So, again, Hugh Freeze coming up on the podcast here. You'll hear that in a second from the live stream. Just hang in, and we will uh, come back, and uh, we'll analyze that a little bit. So it might be a little tricky for you, even if you need to get away, go you know, wait, listen, whatever. You can always come back to the video as well. That's on YouTube. But anyway, Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Owner and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting. Understands your market. Leader in condo financing the, and the float-down option, which could be important. And right now, if you're, if you're in the market for a home, you can get Jason on the phone, and that's as big as anything because rates are volatile. Things are moving around every second. So uh, go with somebody who will uh, will be in communication with you. 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Uh, Rebel fans, just a few weeks left for you to renew your football season tickets. Renew your tickets by March 31st to secure your seats in the vault this season. Tickets start at just $199. can be purchased by visiting fb.com. 
OleMissTicks.com. Um, I think it's safe to say Double Decker is probably done. So I'll just tell you this about Blue Delta Jeans. They have not announced that yet, however. I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Just telling you. But I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, I, I, yeah, I understand. I'm just, <laughs> in a minute when I go, hey, no, just, yeah. just, just, just yeah. passing along. Um, we'll leave that alone for now. Uh, I'll tell you that if you want um, to get a pair of Blue Deltas, you can get in touch with them online. Info at BlueDeltaJeans.com. You can send them a direct message in uh, Twitter or Instagram at Blue Delta Jeans. They've got gift cards. They've got stuff going on. Um, I'm supposed to hear from Blake at some point this morning, so we'll get that information to you uh, here over the next um, 24 hours or so. We're also brought to you by the Iron Horse Grill. I had a column up on Friday. It is brought to you by the Iron Horse Grill. Um, they uh, specialize in on-site large catering for up large event catering for up to 250 people, off-site full catering services, especially beverage catering. So look, this thing's going to pass eventually. We're all going to get back to normal eventually. When we do, we're going to have a lot of parties to schedule because we're going to have to push some things back. So if you've got a birthday party, a graduation celebration, a rehearsal dinner, a wedding reception, you want to be able to enjoy the moment, and the Iron Horse Grill is your answer. It's a one-stop shop for beverage services for a 250 to 500-person wedding or even a 3,500-person gala. Get in touch with Sarah Black, 601-398-0151 for all your catering needs. Knock that off your worry list. Let the Iron Horse Grill make your event one that is memorable forever. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Podcast is brought to you by Tyson Drugs and GNM Pharmacy. The big thing with GNM, they deliver locally in the Oxford area to your home or workplace. You don't have to get out. They'll bring your prescriptions to you. You can put a card on file, everything taken care of without actually having to get out of the house and go to the store. So to find out more about them, 662-236-2222. And just the way everybody else is going, if we do get to that point, um, where restaurants and bars are doing either shutdown or takeout only. Pharmacies will stay open, obviously, groceries, pharmacies, and the uh, the like that are considered uh, essential. So that is uh, there on South Lamar and Oxford. Again, G&M. I told you I would pharmacy. get a text from Blake. It literally just came. We're taping a little earlier than we normally do. Um, go to BlueDelta.com. BlueDeltaJeans.com. He actually has it at BlueDelta.com. Let me yeah. click it and see what that is. Yep. It's either way. You can go to BlueDelta.com or you can go to BlueDeltaJeans.com. Okay, go ahead. Um, but I'm glad you caught that because I would have wondered myself. You can uh, build and buy a jean choosing from over 50 fabrics and nearly limitless customization options from March the 16th, which is today, through March the 23rd. They're offering, offering listeners of this podcast a $200 discount Ooh. for purchases made on the website. Use the promo code POD. P-O-D at checkout. And whether you buy uh, peanut butter or blue jeans this week, they want to thank the podcast and its listeners for um, their support over the years. Look forward to getting back to sports. We do too. So, again, BlueDelta.com, BlueDeltaJeans.com. Enter the uh, promo code POD at checkout. Get $200 off your order. 
So we'll uh, now go to Hugh Freeze on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. If you're in the live stream, just hang out for a minute. We'll be right back. Hugh, thanks for uh, joining us this morning. I, I guess the main thing, because of everything going on in the news with the uh, the coronavirus, obviously uh, spring footballs in flux everywhere around the country, probably canceled when we really talk about it. What would you kind of tell your guys as far as um, you know what to do, what not to do? What was sort of the plan since uh, since not, everybody's not together right now? Yeah, we you know we finished up Friday morning um, before we broke for spring break, and and at the end I just I said, guys, look and look, we we can't things that we can't control. Uh, we certainly can't worry about, but there are things that uh, wisdom would would tell us is smart to do in this scenario. And one is, you know, I wouldn't leave the country. Um, not that uh, not that other places aren't. Uh, I don't know that any place is any safer than another, but the the facts remain that you can get stuck somewhere, and that's uh, you know that that can be quite altering to to the things that you have you know in your near future. So, and then secondly, you know, just be wise about uh, uh, you know all the precautions that uh, the government has given us to to try to be as safe as we can and. But man, don't stop living. Don't uh, don't stop caring about other people. Don't stop helping others. Um, uh, but just be wise. And then when we reconvene, uh, you know, Sunday, a week from today, I guess, you know, we'll see where what the status is for for us in regards to uh, you know spring football. But um, I don't have the final word on that, and I'm I'm quite fine with whatever you know the people in leadership think is the wisest thing to do. But, you know, just try to give them some practical advice about where they're going and, and, and to be careful and try not to be in large crowds. Um, but certainly I don't have the answer to all of it. Have you uh, have you talked to Lane other than that night at Grill House when people decide to take your photo? Yeah, we've talked uh, several times. He's, he's uh, called about different, different things and nothing of significance. I mean, mostly personnel stuff and and uh, getting a feel for the place. But, uh, you know, Lane and I have uh, have had a cordial relationship for, for many years, really, back to when I was assistant for Ed Orgeron. You know, I went out to Oakland and spent some time, spent a week there with him. And, and um, you know, he's always been very, very kind. On the years we beat Alabama that he was there, he would stop and, and, and wait for us to get through with everything to con- congratulate us. And obviously with my uh, friendship with his brother Chris and his father Monty. You know, we 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 have a cordial relationship, and you know he's welcome to call me anytime. But he he certainly doesn't need my my advice so much. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. I, I'd heard that story that after you guys beat them in in in, in fourteen, he did. He came in the building, hung around, wanted to make sure he kind of congratulated everybody, and 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 had a couple minutes there before heading back into the uh, the Alabama side of things. Yeah, I mean, he probably waited. Uh, you know, a long time because, as you know, that day it took me a long time to get off the field and then the press conference and the post-radio show in the locker room, talk to your kids, and uh, and he's still standing there, uh, you know, when I came out of the press conference, so I'll always remember him for that. It was very uh, a gentleman thing for him to do. You, you mentioned that obviously he doesn't necessarily need tons of your advice, but you did kind of build this thing from a similar situation in 2012. What what, what are the keys to yeah. to building things at Ole Miss, and is that any different than maybe some somewhere else? I mean, are there are there you know idiosyncrasies that maybe are only only applicable at Ole Miss and some places like that? 
I think Ole Miss is a unique spot. I really think that uh, there's not everyone can go there and be successful. I, I really believe you have to win the Mississippi recruiting. Um, you're just not going to be able to consistently, in my opinion, go out and beat um, you know the Alabamas, LSU, A and M's, Auburn's, the the teams in the SEC West that you've got to. Whose depth charts are probably deeper than yours? Whose budgets are are quite considerably more than yours? It, you're not going to just consistently go build your roster from from outside, in my opinion. And uh, I think you know if you can ever get where you can dominate a few years in a row on in-state recruiting, and then get those other difference makers from out of state, state, and then get the Mike Hiltons and Evan Ingrams and Trey Elstons and people that uh, you evaluate correctly that others passed on to come in and, and join those. I think then you have the makings of, uh, even though you're not going to close the, the gap totally ever, that doesn't mean you can't beat them. You know, we proved that you could, um, by beating them all at least twice. And, but I do think it's a unique fit to, to Mississippi and, and, and Oxford, Mississippi and, um, and, and to get the excitement and the belief of, of the people to rally behind that program is, is probably not something that everyone can do. Um, certainly, uh, I, I believe Lane can. I don't know that for a fact. I don't know him that well, but certainly, uh, he, he knows, you know, more ball probably than I will ever know. But, um, and I do think you have to run the right system offensively there. I don't know that you're ever going to be able to just consistently line up and be physically the dominant team, you know, against the, the defenses that you play. And defensively, you know, we were pretty good for three out of the five years. The other two, we weren't very good. Um, you know, that that's that's a tall task in today's time to stop teams uh, with with everything the offenses are doing now and the rules kind of favor the offense and that's a tall task. Uh, but uh, I do think you have to be there in state recruiting battle. You, you mentioned defense a couple of those years, obviously 16. Did, did, did you recognize heading into that, that, that season that, you know, maybe the defense wasn't where you needed it to, or that, that that could end up posing a problem when, when, when you guys kind of blew some leads there early in the season? Yeah, man, I, I wish I could have that season over. I, I'm I'm so much more um, cognizant of uh, of playing complimentary football now. I was this year, and and you know we really found a way to win some games with with probably a lesser roster than than a lot of teams we played, simply because of of I was so aware of let's shorten the game and. You know, I, I wish, you know, I think we beat Alabama third year in a row and Florida State that year. And um, if if I'm just, you know, more aware of it, you know, you're not, you're never sure that early in the year uh, how good you're going to be. And you're always optimistic. Um, but I did know that, you know, the, the NCAA cloud took such a huge toll on us recruiting, in particular defensively. Um, and, and I don't, you know, offensively, I think because of my background and, and what the numbers we had put up and um, that we still could manage to sign some offensive guys because they knew it was a good decision for them to play in that type of system. Uh, defensively, it was considerably harder. And, you know, I only get one home, in-home visit. And um, it was just hard for me to, to close on, on the guys that we really had targeted defensively there those last couple of seasons. So I kind of knew 
um, we, we all knew that we had missed on some kids and, and that we could be down, but you go into the season optimistic. And, um, but in hindsight, I certainly, uh, would, would play those games a, a bit differently. What's the one game you'd want back from your tender tenure? Is it Arkansas in 15? Yeah, Arkansas, 15. That, 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 you know, to, uh, I mean, I'm a Mississippi boy and, and, and love that place. Um, uh, and, and, you know, obviously hate, uh, the way some things went down and, and the hurt that, uh, that I caused for some of the decisions that I did make. But, um, that doesn't, uh, I mean, I just love the place and certainly, yeah, man, I think we go to Atlanta that year and I'm not sure we don't win that game. If we go, we're playing really well. And um, that uh, that one will forever, uh, you know, haunt me. What are the couple things that I mean just in the front of your mind still from those two Alabama wins that you that, that you did you think of if I told you just to name something? Yeah. Well, the 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 after the after the first win, the scene on the field, um, just the the you know, I I known because of having so many friends and family in that state. Uh, you know what the program had gone through, and the disappointment of, of not competing really um, for a couple of years for whatever reason, and you know, and to to get there and to to beat the gold standard in the conference at that time, uh, and to see the absolute joy and pandemonium and excitement um, of our people was so so, so gratifying and. Um, you know, that, that was a special, special win. And then, you know, the memory for me at, uh, at Alabama the next year at Bryant Denny was, uh, really my youngest daughter, Madison. Uh, I'll never forget lifting her up in the field and just, you know, I, I can't remember how long it had been since Ole Miss had won there, but it was a long time. And, you know, that was, and really the game shouldn't have been that close. Um, it was, uh, and I remember them, their people leaving the stands with 10 minutes left in the game and that was kind of surreal we mentioned games is there a is there a drive a play call something a little more specific that you'd like to have back from your tenure yeah the uh you know i would like to prepare for the tcu game again and then i'd like to have the uh the the uh, third down call i think it was a third down call at lsu where we threw the interception and we, it was 10 to 7 we had a field goal because that's what you know beating uh, i remember the legendary john ball said you really truly never experienced being uh totally experienced being the head coach at the university of mississippi until you beat lsu in baton rouge and um we'd like to have that that call over again for sure just to be more conservative uh no to to coach Bo better uh, to exactly what to you know make sure double check this is what we're doing um and give ourselves a chance to send that thing into overtime for sure you know how tough By it is the way, go, say, go I, I, well you know I, people have asked me who I thought the most important recruit was in in my time there and and I, I tell you I think it's Bo Wallace and I, I don't say that to say he was the best player that we coached, but uh, at that time, I don't know that we go to that first bowl game without Bo Wallace and thus start getting some recruits like Robert Kimdichie because it was pretty clear, you know, his mom just wanted to see us to compete. And uh, I think Bo was one of the most critical recruits of our, our time there. 
you mentioned Bo, and that's actually kind of where I was going between he and Chad, two junior college guys, two guys that had, that had moved around a little bit. That doesn't always work out. And you got that thing to work out two for two. I mean, there there was probably a little bit of luck involved. There was probably a lot of, I would think, you know, you had nights where, hey, is this the direction I got to go? Because I know that, you know, there early on, Chad didn't have a lot of offers. You thought, okay, you can make it work with, with some other guys. You know, there was it's one of those deals where either one of those, those two players goes somewhere else, and it's probably a different tenure in a lot of ways. There's no doubt. I mean, a lot of credit goes, obviously, to those two kids, but to Dan Warner also, who did – you know, a great job coaching those kids in, in the quarterback room. And, you know, we were very fortunate to, to, to get those to to play well for us and certainly wouldn't have had the success without either one of those. Do you think when everything happened that you could have continued your tenure? Well, I do. I think that the old Miss people um, – with, with the right opportunity for me to to stand before them and, and ask for you know for forgiveness for you know what I've done and just continue to let me lead the program that uh, I was such a part of and wanted to really spend you know my whole time there um, you know but unfortunately you know others saw it the other way and you know that's that, that's certainly their prerogative and their right I mean they were the leadership of the university at that time. And, and I put them in a difficult situation with all the, uh, particularly with all the, of the NCAA things that were going on. And, and so that's, you know, I can't blame and I have no real will over, over people that, that made those decisions, but I, I sure, you know, begged and, and wish that, uh, that we could have uh, continued to walk down that road. And I think, you know, as time passed, uh, I, I could have been the, the right one to continue to lead that program through the NCAA stuff. But, Again, you know, I, I can't say that they were wrong, right, or indifferent, and but they certainly were entitled to, to make that call, and I hate it. Uh, I wish it uh, would have gone in my direction and, and I could have, you know, stood and continued to lead, but um, that was the decision that was made, and, you know, I've never whined about it. I never uh, has hurt, yes, but, uh, you know, you pick up your – you, you, the pieces of some of which I call, some of which just I was a part of, and and you go and you you make the next play and you make the most of it. And it's, it was very difficult. It was hard. It was hard on my family. It was hard on me. It was hard on uh, the Ole Miss people. It was hard on everybody all the way around um, to to go through everything we had to go through. And um, you know, hopefully they can. You know, I, I guess what we're going on now four years, mm-hmm. four seasons. Um, and it's, it's, you know, obviously we've picked our, ourselves up and, and worked to get back in and thankful to Liberty and, and everything that's happening here. I miss the heck out of uh, being, you know, in my home state with, with people I love and care about. But that's, uh, that's, that's the situation I'm in. And some of it's because of, uh, of my own doing. And so I can't whine or complain about it. I've just got to work and, and fight to, to finish, you know, better and, and to do things better all the way around. I mean, I learned a lot from, from the Ole Miss time. We did a lot of good things, but there's obviously things that uh, I'd like to do over again, too. Did you think there for a little while that, you know, you might not still have, you know, be back in? I mean, I know you talked to a lot of different programs, you know, head coaches, coordinators, all kind of different things. I mean, was there a moment where you went, dang, it's pretty tough to, to find another landing spot? No, I never really, really felt that way. Um, I kind of enjoyed the the couple of years I, I took off. Um, 
Um, there were there were some scenarios to where I could have gotten back in, but I don't know that it was right for a lot of different reasons, and whether it be you know coming back into the same conference where Ole Miss is still on probation, and and I was the the captain of the ship and have to own the responsibility of that, or for whatever reason, and um, so I enjoyed a little consulting from time to time, but then after that. That second year out, Jill and I knew it was time. I was driving her crazy, and uh, and she knew it was time for me to get back in, and I did too. And you know, I re- originally had you know taken the offensive coordinator's job with uh, Rick Newhousel, and we'll always be grateful to him for for coming to visit with us and getting to know us and our story. And um, was kind of excited about doing that, and I'm, I'm thankful now that yeah. we chose to go in a different direction because uh, I, I had no idea that the ending would be what it was there, but I've had several chances to go be an OC in, in power five conferences, but <clears throat> really felt like when we came to visit Liberty, that uh, being a head coach and was right for me and my family and, and leading a program like this to its first ever bowl game and bowl victory was, was super rewarding and they've been so incredible to us here. You mentioned game control and complimenting your defense to your offense a little more from a, from a, program or a team standpoint is there a couple other things you wish you had done differently during your old miss time yeah you know that i talked about complimentary football um you know i think i my awareness of um of monitoring everything that, that goes on in and around a, a program of the magnitude of old miss as the ceo is uh, i should have been more attentive uh and 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 to the things that you have to be accountable to, um, you know, this bigger than you. And, you know, I, I wish that I, you know, there were several times that, uh, you know, you, you have that inclination to, to maybe check into things a little more in detail than you don't. Uh, I, I learned, you know, very, very hard lesson in that regard to, you have to be responsible and to monitor every single thing and every single person that's in and around your program. And the second thing probably that just jumps out of my mind is just the, uh, the absolute feudal um, um, desire or whatever you want to call it uh, to try to, to get people's approval or to, um, to get them to know a different side of something if you, if you uh, disagree or um, that that bothered me way too much and I'm thankful that I uh, think I'm past all of that and but uh, certainly at that time you know I think you come back to your home state if you're me and I mean it was a short journey from being a high school coach to being the head coach there then you have success and you kind of it's easy to get the idol of status and pride and and some of it's good pride because I really did, you know, I think it's possible that you can can truly be all in and, and, and uh, you know, wanting and truly care about a program or truly be a person of faith and still have struggles. I, I know that that's it's possible that both are real. And, uh, you know, I think that I just, you know, it happened so fast. And, you know, I think about the Sugar Bowl win in, in New Orleans and, Standing on that sideline with Archie Manning and my father will be a memory for the rest of my life that I wouldn't trade for anything. And that's a lot for an old Mississippi boy that has just been a high school coach for a long time to take in and certainly didn't handle all of that exactly uh, the way I would now. 
Well, Hugh, uh, appreciate the time. Be uh, be safe tomorrow, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again. Man, thank you so much for having me. Thanks to Hugh for giving us time yesterday. If you're injured and not sure where to go, no matter where you are, special orthopedic group has you covered with three convenient locations in Tupelo, Oxford, and New Albany. No referral is needed to schedule an appointment with one of SOG's fellowship-trained, sub-specialized surgeons at any one of the three locations. With 24-hour scheduling, SOG makes it easy to accommodate. You call 767-4200 to request an appointment on their website, www.sogms.com. Special orthopedic groups, choose a specialist, choose SOG. Dead Soxy knows these are uncertain times. They understand that oftentimes advertisers do everything imaginable to garner your attention away from the worries of the world as if they have some magic potion that will solve a problem in your life and help you forget about everything else. While they would love to solve your sock problems, they do realize that they may, that may fall on deaf ears. So, uh, Or as they say, it's a little tone deaf. Tone deaf. No tricks, no gimmicks. Dead Soxy wants you to be comfortable down to the socks that you're wearing. They want to kick this pandemic out of the world, and they might just have the socks to do it. Visit DeadSoxy.com. Use the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout to receive 30% off all orders. Stay safe. Stay Soxy. We're also brought to you by Nest and Wild. Everyone recommends that you get a lot of sleep during the pandemic. That helps your immune system you can sleep better with a nest and wild mattress nest and wild is a mississippi-based mattress company making a high quality mattress delivered right to your door they make buying a new mattress easy every nest and wild is one foot thick giving you comfort and support that will last a lot of online brands sell an eight inch or ten inch mattress with less support and durability but every nest and wild is one foot thick 100 percent american made and um, we'll make it even better we'll throw in a promo code of Rebel 20, that's Rebel 20. When you go to nestandwild.com, order your mattress, enter that code Rebel 20, get 20% off your purchase, and the thing's going to arrive at your door in three to five days. We talked about Mind on My Money. It's out uh, last night. Be a really good listen, very informative. It is brought to you by Pinnacle Trust. It's pintrust.com, P I N N Trust.com. Uh, Martin will tell you a lot on the podcast about why you should. Uh, give Pintrust.com a chance. The uh, markets are pretty volatile. Now's the really good time, time that's absolutely necessity, really, that you have uh, professional financial advising. And I uh, mentioned you heard about Pinnacle Trust on the podcast. You'll get 10% off your first year's fee. <clears throat> so let's see. You obviously listened to it last night. By the way, if you're interested in this, uh, PBS is uh, streaming Ken Burns baseball series uh, for free on their uh, their apps and, and, and places. So, uh, Anything else from the Freeze interview that stuck out to you? I know you and I disagree. I do not believe he could have continued his tenure at that point, obviously. No, I agree um, with you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. and I disagree with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I don't I don't think that was doable. Um, I don't think that was an option for Ross and the people there at the time. That was the PR at that point, even beyond all else, was so bad that yeah, no. yeah. Um, well, and time had to pass. You know, I don't. I mean, I, I you know, I, I assume that to the level that he can at an FCS or, or not an FCS, an FBS independent school, he's recruiting okay. But I mean, you couldn't. Yeah, time had to go. I'm just that's bottom line. Yeah. I don't even think enough time has passed for him to come back to the SEC. I don't either. I think it's got to yeah, be got to be more. Yeah, maybe significantly more. Might even just not be an option. It's certainly possible. I mean, if you told me that in ten years, oh, yeah, sure, it had passed enough, and yeah, with well, the way our attention spans is, yeah, 
pandem- pandemic in between. Yeah. I know. Um, I was glad he got to the LSU game on the do-over he would like because that is the one that absolutely sticks in my mind more than any other um, throughout his tenure. Again, if you're in the live stream. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That When he first answered TCU, I was like, Dude. Yeah, who cares? That's not well, and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, you could have coached the greatest game of your life, and you weren't winning that day. Um, but yeah, the LSU game it was really missed opportunity. D one or sorry, I keep saying D one. Liberty's D one. Power five head coach in three years. Maybe. Yeah. That hospital bed thing, it uh, yeah. really hurt him. If he wins at Liberty, somebody's going to hire him. Got to win really big at Liberty. What is big at Liberty, though? Like undefeated. Oh, you think he's got to do that to yeah, get a Power 5 gig? Got to do something really big. Seriously? Yeah. Got to do something big where he's knocking off Big 12. Really? Yeah, Big 10 SEC teams, yeah. See, I don't think so. I think somebody will be enough to give him a shot at just a couple 9-10 win seasons. Undefeated at Liberty. I mean, you don't play anybody, but still. Sammy says, on Friday, the Florida State Senate voted 37-2 to to declare FSU the national champions, assuming men's basketball. Can Mississippi do the same for baseball? <laughs> I mean, sure. They can They can vote whatever they want in the House. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can't put that up. You mean to make a call? <laughs> <laughs> Central Florida did it. What's the difference? Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's a huge difference in sport. Well, never mind. Football has a playoff. Yeah, Central Florida just, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, crazy, crazy. He has two chances to make an make an impact uh, on the 2020 football season as far as beating some name team. They play Virginia Tech, and they play NC State. Ah. Uh-huh. He freezing Dave Doran, baby. That'd be interesting. I'm always going to laugh when I say Dave Dorn's name the rest of the time. It'll be 20 years from now, and I still laugh about Dave Dorn. They play Southern Miss. See, if he were to go two and three in those games and win the others, probably be ranked. Ranked? At the end of the season when all the Power Fives have five losses because they've killed each other. Yeah. As a voter, you start looking for somebody else, and somebody's like 11-1, and one, and you go look and say, who have they beaten? And you're like, oh, okay, well, they beat a couple people. And you stick them in to be cute, and before you know it, just follow the leader. That happens all the time. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, you mentioned him a second ago. Why is the NFL doing free agency right now? I mean, logistically, the smart ass answer is nightmare. Because nightmare. The, the schedule says this is when it's time to do it. It's such teams a, are having to figure out private planes and then piss off pilots and find pilots who will do it. I mean, this is Adam Schefter said this again. I didn't okay. sleep last night. I was up all night. Adam Schefter was on and he said another thing is you get, before you invest millions of dollars in a player, you want to do a physical. Yeah, who does physicals, Chase? Uh, medical personnel to some extent. Yes. Doctors. That's taking medical people away from potentially doing something that's a little more meaningful right now than checking out a guy's shoulder to see if he can play football in September. 
oh, I mean, Carly Ann has an elective procedure at Le Bonheur next month, and I'm going, eh? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I you know, we haven't canceled it yet, but that would not shock me. I saw some people have put, or some states or hospitals or whatever, I'm not sure the jurisdiction, have put a lot of limits on elective procedures at this point. Well, as they should. I'm do you, not, do you yeah. even want to go into the hospital? Yeah, right. Unless you have to. Right. But Schefter's point was a good one. I was like, yeah, it's, I didn't even thought about it that way. It's kind of his way of saying, look, if you read the tea leaves, right, everyone seems to be pointing at sometime around Memorial Day or a little after that maybe we're out of the proverbial woods. Would it matter if you pushed free agency back to May the 15th? Maybe you have this answer with with um, the Mind of My Money podcast. Maybe this was in some of the other stuff I listened to or read, and I just don't remember it. And I'm not necessarily being pessimistic, but we do this isolation thing. What makes the virus die out okay. versus simply waiting on us to come back out into public? The second part of it is you don't really know. The first part of it from listening to people is two things happen. You isolate the virus in pockets. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. People endure yeah. it, get over it, build immunity to it. Gotcha. And now when they go back out, there are fewer people for it to pass to. Gotcha. Okay. And so it just starves to death. Okay. Now, because it's brand new, this is, and you listened to the Rogan thing. Yeah, I did. Because it's brand new, they don't really know everything about it. Now, they they think they do. There's some really smart people that have studied the damn thing and, and have a pretty decent feel for what it is and how it came about and all of those things. It's They say it's kind of like any other, you know, it can come back, but when it comes back, it has to come back almost as a different strain to have any effectiveness in terms of, hey, I can, I'm going to get you. Because people build up antibodies. You to, can't catch the same, same strain twice. Right. To their understanding. Right. Not the exact same strain. People can catch different strains well, of like flu. flu twice. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the flu is a. Di- and the, one of the reasons that the flu is not a good example for this about is number one, the flu is not as contagious as this is. Number two, we have a vaccine for flu. Number three, we have Tamiflu. I mean, it's expensive as hell, but if you get the flu and it goes through your family of 4.7, you can get 4.7 doses of Tamiflu and knock that out a couple days, a little miserable, but you can knock it out and it's gone. This is this is not the case. and I mean, this thing's not just getting old people. It's, 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 it's getting people in their 40s, 30s. Well, I mean, if you want to read something that might startle you, go to NOLA.com and read about the attorney in Kenner. That's my suggestion for you. Is he still alive today? I, I'm assuming uh, the way I read the story was it wasn't necessarily that he was critical to that extent. I mean, it's critical, but it was a voluntary sedation to go on a ventilator um, simply to let lungs rest versus 100% necessary. Does that make sense? Yes. That's the way I interpreted that story from when I read it. Now, I was skimming and reading and doing probably 10 things at once. But if you haven't read that, that's my reading material for the day. Also, um, the Washington Post over the last 24, 36 hours has a story where they show you with little bouncing dots um, how people actually carry it, give it to one another, 
why isolation makes sense. What if you didn't have isolation? And it, 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 that was pretty cool. It shows you um, carriers. It shows you people that recovered and people that are sick at the moment and how through a society it, it intermingles. It was, it was, it was well done and, and, and enlightening to me. So Colonel Reb 2000 in the live chat says the Spanish flu epidemic of 1918, a good comparison. That is the one that most people, most of the professionals, most of the scientists are making. Really? Yeah. The best comparison. Yeah. And if you go back to it, can't remember the two cities that were compared. I think it was Philadelphia and St. Louis. Saw this. Yeah, St. Yeah. Louis did the social distancing. Philadelphia didn't. The uh, The death t- tally in Philadelphia was dramatically higher than it was in St. Louis. Yeah. Um, the Spanish flu was technically an H1N1 influenza. Um I mean, not that that matters. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, but Stuff yeah. you never thought we'd be talking about today, huh? Good grief. It infected 500 million people around the world. 27% of the then world population. We thought today we would be talking about Ole Miss LSU, Ole Miss LSU and spring football starting tomorrow. Yeah, road trip to A&M coming up. Yeah. Make some cult jokes, move on with our day. That, yep. was, that was kind of the thought for today. And instead... Man, I just, I mean, I, this is going to be a struggle. I mean, podcast wise, we can, whatever. I mean, I'm, I I told Neil, I mean, all I can do is get told no. I mean, I'm going to start just shooting for the stars with some guests, just send some emails and go, eh, what do you think? Got 20 minutes and see what happens. Some that I absolutely am going to get told no about, but that's all right. Um, I sent a couple last night. One that I thought we would get early this week is kind of on hold as it is some yes. things as things sort of develop life is still happening apparently in some circles yeah can that i guess you can go through with those type of things right now right less than 50 people at the press conference <laughs> i mean you could just do an announcement yeah on youtube or whatever and then have a teleconference with reporters but there's no reason to go ahead. Nobody's recruiting. Oh, well, there's that was another thing we probably should talk about. There is a recruiting moratorium completely through April the 15th. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, you can call kids yeah, yeah, yeah. and text kids, but you can't go see them and they can't come see you. And you can't sign anybody to an NLI. Yeah, there's suspension of NLIs right now. Yeah. So Zach Evans goes, whew. Well, he can't sign one anyway. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Where's that going to be in June? Where's he going? I don't know. Did he ever take a Florida visit or did this all happen before he's ever No, it's all happened before he could come here or to Gainesville. You think Zach Evans even knows this is going on? Zach Evans does not want to play football. I'm maintaining that. I just don't oh, think he I wants told to play you, football. I told you that months ago. Doesn't care. So I think I just don't do not think he cares. I am going to reach out to Houston Nut. Do you think he would do it? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I I I think he would do it. Um. <laughs> Grindhart asking about Mike Bianco's contract. I, look, you, you have to extend him to <laughs> of something. Of course. Extent. I don't know. I mean, come on. Your question is, do you move him to three or four? You're asking me. I I know your answer. Right now, four. 
just you're not firing him. What they, right now? No. They should be really good next year. Yeah. Let's get ahead of it. I don't know. Work out some buyout stuff and there's, there's ways. You have to roll him over. Yeah, you at the very minimum roll him over, but you know, he needs to make He was a good soldier this year. Never said a crass word about it. Did his job. Appeared to have a good team. You can't punish him for the coronavirus. No, this will be the year that unless you just knew you whatever and you were already sucking from a spring sports standpoint and even basketball to an extent, there'll be fewer firings than ever. Because, A, nobody's going to do anything to anybody right now. And, yeah. two, I don't know, season didn't play out. You know, one thing people talked about, you know, some of the hardcore people, and I'm not making fun of them. I'm just the people that, by God, they missed their sports. And I, I'm with you. But, hey, we could have played this with no fans. See with the player at the University of Houston? No, what did you Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd have to quarantine that entire team, and you'd have to go back and quarantine all the teams they had played over the last couple of weeks. Well, we talked about that. It was always going to be a matter of – one player game. Yeah. In every wasn't sport, work. you're waiting on patient zero, as they called it or whatever, and that's that's it. That's, just, that's what you're waiting on. It just wasn't going to work. No. It was a, it was an idea and a pipe dream is what it was. All you have to see is look at uh, uh, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. You know, they played against the Raptors in the days leading up to that game in Oklahoma City where the news broke, and one of the – no, one of the Pistons played Detroit. One of the Pistons – Tested positive. It's all that. So if you were trying to continue the NBA season right now, you'd have to – right now the – the uh, Two teams will be out. Yeah, the Jazz would be quarantined. And the Pistons. And now the Pistons would be quarantined, and you would have had to test – Everybody they've played over the last yeah. time many ever days. Yeah, it's just – Well, go, like one dude on Twitter said you could, you could connect the entire NBA in five days. Sure. Officials and all of it. Just it wasn't going to work. Planes. Planes. It just wasn't going to work. It's, a, it's an ecosystem. It's very small, and it – yeah. It, I will give uh, our 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 great buddy. Speaking of Grindhard being here from the Auburn site, Granny Marcelo credit the uh, sh- simulating on video games. The SEC basketball tournament was kind of a, a, a neat idea. It was something that was uh, was creative the last few who days. Won? I don't know who won the finals. I was I, following is not the right word, but I was seeing it pop up on Twitter and go through. And he would get on there and just have the game simulate and allow people to watch. And yeah, kept up with the bracket and the whole deal. They had betting lines; like it played out. It was That's actually good. pretty cool. Um, Who was in the final? Uh, I don't know. Arkansas made a run. I think they lost to Auburn in the semis. They actually made it through for a little while. Yeah, um, they beat LSU along the way. Yeah, Kentucky beat Florida. Um, Kentucky and Auburn were for sure alive when I stopped um, following along. But I think he said he had fifteen thousand unit users at one like throughout the tournament. So wow. that was pretty good. Yeah, I was I was I was impressed with that. It was a good idea. He does a good job with YouTube and Twitch and that was uh that was good. So anyway. Uh golf could not play with fan with no fans because you still have caddies and golfers. It's still too many people. It just they I mean, look, the BGA tour dang near tried. They 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 went yeah. as far as they could. Um, but no, it's it's it, no, 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 no. I mean, look, when Augusta National says no, yeah, that's it. That was everybody else. Only go, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Those dudes said they can't play. Then none of us can play. That was a real sign that hey, this is yeah. And so you know, people ask. I've, I get this question a lot because I think people know. I know some NBA people. I know some MLB people. What are you hearing from them? Here's the alarming thing. I heard some tone change yesterday. 
NBA thinks mid-June at the earliest they might be able to get started without fans. Um, Major League Baseball, who is typically really stubborn, they're now admitting they won't play before Memorial Day, and privately they're starting to plan for a half season. We'll uh, talk a little more about that in a second. I got a couple thoughts for you. I'll tell you about Visit Oxford. Visit Oxfordms.com slash events. They have links to all the coronavirus updates as far as uh, in town and different things. They'll update all events. Uh, again, right now everything's sort of in a wait and see. I know they were all meeting today to try to figure out what to do, but you can uh, you can find out more. You can go to healthyms.com slash COVID-19. Also, if you need this for any reason, the Mississippi Department of Health hotline is 877 978 six four five three and we'll obviously keep you updated as anything uh changes with any of those as uh as time goes on but again if you want to find that information you can do that at visit oxfordms.com we're also brought to you by the weston jackson i'm soliciting questions for my mailbag it's brought to you by the weston jackson's home to soul spa the ultimate luxury spa experience in downtown jackson it's also home to estelle wine bar and bistro i need to reach out to them and see what has changed if anything has changed uh with them but if uh you need a place to stay in Jackson, you're there for business, highly recommend the Marriott property, which is the Weston Jackson. We're also brought to you by John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Like I said earlier, this thing's eventually going to end. I know nobody's traveling now. It's going to go away. And when it does, you're going to want to get the hell out of your house. Um, suggest that you call John. Probably some rates that you could get right now that you can't get any other time, perhaps, if you book ahead, that kind of thing. Uh, just get in touch with him. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. Let him give you some ideas. Uh, you don't have to live in anywhere near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first book trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. It's right there off of Interstate 55 in Grenada, Mississippi. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. And we're brought to you by Oxford University Bank, OUB, locally owned and operated right here in Oxford. When you deposit money at OUB, that money and the vast majority of the bank's profits go right back into the Oxford community. OUB offers its customers the absolute best cash checking account. It's called Casasa. And with Casasa, OUB will pay customers 2.5% interest on their balances up to $50,000 and refund ATM fees nationwide. To learn more about OUB, go to liveoxfordbankoxford.com or call 662-234-6668. OUB is FDIC insured. And we're brought to you by Bluff City Advisory Group. They're dedicated to building the future you desire. Founded in Memphis in 2019, their team is comprised of established and seasoned financial experts who came together to serve individuals and families of their beloved hometown. Bluff City values providing quality advice, experience, and access to all their clients, and they invite an open dialogue beyond your annual review. They believe that everyone deserves financial security. No matter your level of wealth or your financial goal, they will serve as an advocate and a guide to grow a portfolio that is fruitful and sustainable for you. 901 365-3447 or email Ben, it's B-E-N, at bluffcityadvisory.com. 
your home and uh, maybe it's the time to get some projects done around your house in-house interior design offers uh, 20% discounts on new projects with new clients they have a full uh, contractor cl- crew available when that is necessary you can find out more at 662-681-6241 they're in Tupelo on Main Street or inside Sugar Magnolia but again use the number and they'll do the best they can to accommodate you with whatever you need again 662-681-6241 I've seen this you want to support local businesses and stuff this time one thing you can buy that is kind of timeless. We're gonna we're gonna get past this. Go buy gift cards. Yeah. It's, reading from the stream here, I guess you could go to a movie. Just don't touch anything. Oh yeah, and they've got a they have regulations now. They have to follow. They can't just let everybody in. Oh, the way people stream into yeah. them. I'd be so nervous. Go to a movie and one person coughs. Yes, thing like even if you just had season or hours or something, you call for sneeze right now, and you are like you are you are out in public. I mean, well, that's what's coming too. Is the pollen's coming? Well, I mean, yesterday, I mean, I was, I, I was at a funeral yesterday, and I mean, I'm not making light of anything, but I mean, I'm walking through, and everybody's like, "Hey, shaking hands and stuff." I'm like, I just like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna hug the, the the family affected, but otherwise, I I really don't want to touch you. Like, I I just not. Yeah, it was a. It's so where I first started. It was the first time where I'm like, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to do here. I'm, if I'm, you go to a movie now, you're not trying to sneak the M&Ms in. You're sneaking a Lysol bottle in. You know? <laughs> 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 Might need that Memphis outfit after all when I go to the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were onto something. I don't know. I mean, we're going to try to just do some stuff. I, 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 the Golf Channel, I give them credit. They just open up the vault, and they're just showing tons of old stuff. They're showing, they're showing like, Wild World of Golf matches from the 50s. Like, yeah. just anything. Just Why not? Here's the vault. Have at it. Um, we might even... We might even change the show up some. I mean, we could even... I was just talking about this. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to necessarily, on our beat, at least steal our idea. Could even turn on some you know some memorable old stuff and just watch it all at the same time and talk about it for a podcast one day or something yeah, I mean, it's a thought. Can, you know hey here's 2014 alabama six years later we'll take you through what we're thinking as this game's plugging out we'll all talk about it or something i don't know i mean it's not a terrible idea yeah do some stuff like that well, that we was what do. was fun about the the sixers lakers game was they basically taken all of the like timeouts out they had a couple of commercial breaks just because you know they're paying their bills too but the game was much sped up. And so it's kind of interesting. And I couldn't remember who won. So I actually watched with some degree of suspense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I, mean, I knew the Lakers won the series. But I didn't know who won that game. <laughs> well, <laughs> I kind of got into it. I mean, it shows you how. I mean, seriously, when sports do come back that first week, oh, like, oh, yeah. no matter what it is, oh. like, yes. Like, I mean, you'll be so locked into some of this stuff. That, oh, there are going to be people who are always have been like, oh, I hate the NBA. Be like, oh, Piston Spurs in. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> oh, hang on. Baseball's going to play an exhibition. And we'll see Rays, Royals. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah let's, no doubt. Popcorn. Here it is. Let's. No doubt. Let's go. So, uh, yeah, I think we can even get away from the touching the elbows. I think we just head nod at people. We get the intent. Hey, I told you last week at the gym I bumped feet. It's probably safe. I'm not going to the gym for a while. I, I expect those to be closed. The gym got a red light. There was a thing I saw red, yellow, green. It got a red, and it was red. Yeah. Um. So I got. I mean, I, I got a haircut on Friday, and I was asking them, like, do you have you had anybody cancel just because they don't want to be close to to to, to people? Um. You know, and it was no, not yet, but some other people have. Yeah, you know, it was a, it, it was a thought. I mean, it's, it's real. 
Yeah, I won't, I, won't, I won't have that problem. I can still go to my, my barber. It's true. Well, I mean, it was, I did have the thought of, hey, go ahead and do it now for the next whatever. I mean, I know at some point I'm going to need it. Just just do it. Although I'm not really seeing much of anybody, so I don't know what difference it makes. That rumor got out last night. Turns out it was false. The government has shot it down. That, that what? That we were 48 to 72 hours away from total lockdown. And I thought, oh, my God, the stores are going to be vicious. Even more vicious. Do you think we get to that point? It depends. I think it depends on how we handle as a country these next two Here's weeks. what the handling point is going to have to be. Psychologically, everybody realized that whatever it's going to look like, this week, this enormous spike that is coming yeah. is mostly because of testing. Or not yes. mostly, but yeah. greatly because of testing. Yes. So when it goes from 2,000 cases to 10,000 cases, relax. Yes, because it doesn't mean we automatically had some crazy exponential oh my god moment. Yeah, it, it doesn't mean it's getting better or worse. We don't we won't really know. We just have more information. Yeah. That's it. I know everyone criticizes Trump because and, and and he deserves it because of his messaging. But his people, if you've paid attention, I can't think of the guy's name, the doctor now, um, and Pence too, and they've been pretty straight. And one of the one of the doctors yesterday said, Look, there's gonna be a spike. And it might or might not mean anything. But it, what it does mean is that there's a lot of testing that's popping up. And so we're obviously, because we're taking more tests, we're going to get more positives. It will depend on the percentage of positives. This is a percentage jump. And then you've heard, we've all talked about it now, flattening the, the curve. We'll find out whether we can flatten that curve or not. It was, it's been no, this morning it was the... Uh, Surgeon General, I can't think of his, Jerome something, I can't think of his name. He was saying, right now, we're at a, the crossroads. It's conceivable that our trajectory could look like Italy's, which is bad, or that ours could still do what South Korea's did, which is good. Our The, the, the comparisons to Italy to this point are very startling, and we haven't tested a lot of people, so that goes into effect, too. I, I did have a little bit of solace that we're such a larger country, and that's where the numbers were. That you know maybe we're yeah. in a little better shape. Yeah. I think at least maybe. Um, yeah, I was just quoting what the no, I know. Yeah, Surgeon yeah, yeah. General just, said. When I see those numbers, at first I do the freak out, and I go, yeah. okay, let's let's add some context. What do, what are we actually looking like here? What are we doing? Um, I don't think anybody knows that answer. Um, Joe Biden did admit last night or yesterday that he would pick a female running mate. Um, yeah. By the way. It's Kamala Harris, I think. I think it is. I've always thought it was. The, the governor of Michigan, I can't think of her name right now. Um, I'll, I'll Google it. Who? The governor of Michigan, I'm told, is a uh, strong really? candidate to be. Whitmer is her name. Gretchen Whitmer. What's her, what's her story? I'm pulling her up. Uh, Gretchen... She's a lifelong Michigander. She was born in 1971, so she's a year younger than I am. She's the 49th governor of Michigan. She served in the Michigan House of Representatives from 2001 to 2006 and in the Senate from 2006. So she would be simply to, to carry Michigan and hopefully help out in some neighboring states. Yes. That's what that would be for. In 2013, Whitmer gained national attention for a floor speech during a debate on abortion in which she shared her experience of being sexually assaulted. 
six months in 2016. She was the county prosecutor for Ingham County. Only 48 years old. She went to... Uh, All Michigan schools. Went to Michigan State and uh, the Detroit College of Law at Michigan State. She's from just outside of Grand Rapids. There you go. Okay. I'm looking to see if there's anything personal on her. Just two children with her first husband, Gary Shrewsbury. The couple divorced and in 2011. She married Mark Mallory, who has three children from his previous marriage. They live in East Lansing with two daughters. There you go. Yep. Sorry, and three sons. It was written kind of poorly on Wikipedia there. I think we're both on the same page. So, anyway, uh, I don't know. Just give us some feedback on things on the site, on our streams, on Twitter. We'll we'll be pretty open here. We'll try to have some fun. We'll try to entertain. We'll try to inform. And really, help us out with times, because I don't think morning's going to be doable every day. I think we're going to have to move this thing around. Probably need to move this thing around a little bit. So, um, yeah, there's really no reason for us to do yeah, this Yeah, it used to be, hey, it's got to be because of this. It's like, well, no, not really. That's not a thing. Well, and so. you know what? It might not be the worst idea to start doing that, because if – I'm not going to say if. When football season rolls around. Whoa, 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 whoa. When football season rolls around, they're going to practice. It's going the, to be morning practice. They're going to practice in the mornings. And those practices, at least the first part of the week, are going to be open to media, so we'll cover them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, might be a good experience for us to start testing. Yeah. So Look at us finding a silver lining. Yeah, there you go. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We will be back. We'll let you know the time in advance. If uh, if it has to move around a little bit, we'll uh, we'll get there and we'll let you know. So we appreciate uh, all you guys hanging out this morning. Appreciate all of you as always. We'll talk to you then.